to the word of the Lord. The apostle of God is here today. We love him. We appreciate him. He's here in the will of God this morning. And the Holy Ghost is about ready to hit us with another wave this morning. You better get ready for what God is about ready to do. I hope you came hungry this morning because God is in a feeling mood today. He's in a miracle working mood this morning. He wants to rain down the fire of heaven upon us this morning. If you desire God to rain down upon you today, I wonder if you'd lift your hands one more time and say, God, send down the rain on me today. Send down the rain today. Send the fire this morning. Come on, if you got the Holy Ghost, would you go ahead and act like it for a moment? Would you let your voice loose and begin to speak in other tongues? Would you let that shout of the Holy Ghost begin to break loose in this place today? Come on, why don't you stand on your feet? If you got the Holy Ghost, would you begin to lift your voice and begin to shout unto the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords? Come on, we're not ashamed. We're not ashamed. We're not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I said we're not ashamed. We ought to shout about it. Hallelujah. Acts chapter 2 and verse 1. Hallelujah. Yatala masakata yasi andala moshanda yasa. Yondolo bosiki andala bahashata yasi atoromondala baha. Ikayandala basidi andala masayanduromondala mahaya. Ikayatala basiando romonda la masaya. Ikayatala masi iamohosha. Yondolo mosianda yamakayahasha. Hallelujah. You ought to look at your neighbor right now and say, you better get ready. Go ahead and tell your neighbor, say, God's about to fill you with the Holy Ghost. Tell your neighbor, say, you're going to speak in other tongues. Tell your neighbor, if you don't want this Holy Ghost, you should run for the door right now. remember being in a service trying to remember what state that was in North Carolina and uh, I made the statement in the pulpit I said God is going to fill everybody in this place with the Holy Ghost 
I said, if you don't want the Holy Ghost, I want you to run for the door right now. And I really didn't expect anybody to take me up on that. It was a very large church, uh, very, like, long. Like, the building was probably maybe three times as, as deep as this one, lengthwise. And there was a visitor sitting on the second row. And when I said, if you don't want the Holy Ghost, start running now, that visitor pushed his way out into the aisle and started running for the doors of the church. I was shocked. The church was shocked. But it was like a wave of the Holy Ghost began to chase that man all the way to the back door of that building. As he was running, the Holy Ghost started falling. And people started falling over chairs, speaking in other tongues with nobody even touching them. And that man didn't even know what to do with it. He was just running as fast as he could to get away from the tsunami of the Spirit. I will never forget it. And he grabbed that handle of that back door and he forgot he was supposed to push and he pulled and he got stuck and it was like that tsunami overtook him I could see him at the back door when his knees hit the floor and his hands filled the atmosphere and his praise broke loose out of his mouth and with nobody touching him he started speaking with other tongues just like the Bible says in that one service, 110 people were filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost with nobody touching them. And friends, that is what God is going to do in this church. You're going to see an outpouring of the Spirit that only God That same spirit is in this place right now. And God is going to fill every man, every woman, and every child with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. If you've got it, you're going to get it again. But if you have never received it, you better just get ready because you're not leaving without the power of the Holy Ghost flowing through your veins. You're going to walk out these doors shouting, it is real. I know it's real. I've got it. And nobody can take it away from me. Acts chapter 2 
and verse 1 the Bible simply says this and when the day of Pentecost was fully come they were all with one accord in one place and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind and it filled all the house where they were sitting and there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire and it sat upon each of them and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Why don't somebody put your Bible down and clap your hands and shout like you've got something that's worth shouting about. Would you lift your voice and shout? Would you lift your voice and speak in tongues? Would you lift your voice and let the fire of the Holy Ghost break loose? Come on, you feel that in the atmosphere? That's the wind of God. That's the wind of God. That's the Holy Ghost and fire. You better reach for it. You better shout about it. You better get excited. Why don't you just lay your hands on somebody and release faith in them? Why don't you release faith in them? Why don't you just say it's yours? You're going to receive it. It's a promise that God has made. He won't take it away. It is yours. Come on, somebody, in the last day, saith God, I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh. Your sons, your daughters, they're going to prophesy. Your young men shall see visions. Your old men shall dream dreams. And on my servants, oh, I'm going to pour it out. Come on, the promise is unto you. I said the promise is unto you. I said the promise is unto you and to your children. Before you're seated, I want you to look two people in the eye and say in just a few moments you're going to be speaking in other tongues. 
<laughs> Hallelujah. Would you clap your hands one more time? I remember just uh, uh, maybe a um, few years ago, my wife and I were in a, a certain state, and I, I can't really tell you what state it was because uh, this testimony is, is sensitive to a certain degree. But uh, on that Sunday morning in that certain state, a certain Democratic senator that you would know by name came walking into a Pentecostal church service and he brought his wife and she was writing a her thesis on world religions and she had visited every religion in their state and the last religion they visited was the Pentecostals. Now you can imagine the pastor was nervous that the state senator had shown up and his wife was there and he was a little bit on edge and he came into the office and he, he said, Brother Robinette, he said, the state senator is in our church today. He said, could you just tone it down a little bit? He said, we don't want to offend the senator. He said, if you could just calm down a little bit and, and maybe just, just be a little normal. <laughs> and I have to be honest with you. I really wanted to be a little normal, Brother Herod. And I, I thought in my mind, I'm going to do this because the man of God has asked me and I want to submit to the man of God. And so I'm going to be submitted, which is an apostolic principle. And we should be submitted to the man of God because when you're submitted to the man of God, anything can happen in the spirit, miracles and signs and wonders and outpourings of the Holy Ghost happen naturally in a submitted atmosphere. So I had good intentions. And uh, as we were walking onto the platform that day, I was still thinking, I've got to behave. I've got to behave. I've got to behave. And something happened when I walked through the door onto that platform. I blacked out. And when I came to, I was standing in front of the senator. And I don't know why, but I just looked at him and I said, what in the world are you doing in a Pentecostal church? And he explained to me what was going on with his wife writing this thesis and visiting world religions and all of this stuff. And, and then I looked at his wife and I said, put your pen down. I said, you can't write about Pentecost until you experience Pentecost. I said, but I got good news for you. I said, you are going to be the very first one to get the Holy Ghost today. I said, at some point in this service... 
you're going to come running down the aisle and you're going to beg for the outpouring of the Spirit. I said, and Senator, you won't be much far behind her. I said, when she starts running, she's going to get the Holy Ghost and then you're going to start running and you're going to get the Holy Ghost. I said, that's the only way you can write about this. You've got to experience it. turned around, went back to the platform, didn't even make eye contact with the pastor. I could tell he was already grieved. And so I didn't even look at him. But the worship service got to going and all of a sudden praise broke loose in that sanctuary. And there was a woman on the far left side of the sanctuary who had been crippled for 10 years and had been in a wheelchair for 10 years. But when that church started to praise the name of Jesus and begin to magnify the Lord with a great shout with nobody touching that woman she started to shake and tremble and got up out of that wheelchair screaming she was healed and took off running around that sanctuary When that senator's wife saw that happen, she began to tremble uncontrollably. She jumped to her feet and started screaming the name of Jesus. She pushed the senator out of the way and started running down that middle aisle. She never even got all the way into the altar. When she hit that first set of pews, she fell down on her knees and started speaking in other tongues just like the Bible says overcome by the power of the Spirit of the Lord when that senator saw that he came running down the aisle he fell on his knees he lifted up his hands and in front of that entire Pentecostal church that state senator began to speak in other tongues just like the Bible says Over 40 people were filled with the Holy Ghost in that service. We didn't even get to the preaching. It was just a mass outpouring of the Spirit of the Lord. But at the end of that service, Pastor, that senator came to me and he got a hold of my arms and he said, Son, I don't know who you are. He said, But I have sat with kings and princes and presidents and leaders all over the world and I have felt all the power this world has to offer but never in my life have I ever felt a power like the power of the Holy Ghost he said what you Pentecostals have is real he said I've got it and the world needs it Come on, if you've got it, you ought to get on your feet and clap your hands and shout. 
come on it's real I said it's real there's nothing like the power of the Holy Ghost and if you got it you ought to act like you've got it Come on, somebody shout about it. Come on, somebody shout about it. It'll heal the sick. It'll raise the dead. It'll give you joy unspeakable and full. Come on, it's raining the glory of God in this place today. You can feel it. Come on, it'll take that depression away. It'll give you joy. It'll give you strength. It'll give you an anointing that destroys the yokes. You ought to want it. Come on, I got it, and I'm so glad I got it. I know it's real. I know it's real. It's not old in me. It's fresh. I feel the freshness of the Holy Ghost. Stand with me today. Everybody stand with me. Hallelujah. I feel the gift of faith here now. I feel the gift of faith here now. The gift of faith for people to be filled with the Holy Ghost. I feel it here now. Can you feel the wind of God? There's a wind of the Spirit. Friends, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what religion you think you are. The whole earth is shaking under the power of the Holy Ghost. Baptists are speaking in tongues. Catholics are speaking in tongues. Pentecostals are speaking in tongues. Muslims are speaking in tongues. Lutherans are speaking in tongues. Everybody! 
Just stay standing. I'm going to close right now. Bishop Stark was sitting in a, Columbus superintendent was sitting in a Waffle House. Uh, maybe last year, did you hear that testimony already? Oh, you're just excited about Waffle House. Amen. Okay. Amen. Me too. Okay. <laughs> uh, what was I saying? <laughs> Bishop Stark was sitting in a Waffle House, and uh, while he was sitting there eating, he saw two distinguished-looking gentlemen sitting on the other side of the Waffle House. And uh, the Lord spoke to him while he was sitting there and said, Go tell those men that you are the preacher they are looking for. So Brother Stark gets up, walks across that Waffle House, and comes to the table, these two well-dressed men, and he said, you're looking for a preacher? I'm the one God's sending. I'm your man. They start weeping. They look at him. They said, we were just sitting here praying that God would send us a preacher. He said, we have 100 bishops from Trinitarian organizations coming from all over the world to Columbus, Ohio, to talk about church growth. Trinitarian bishops, Catholics, Baptists, Lutherans. They said, Bishop, would you preach for us? They, he said, I'll sure do that. Well, I just happened to be in Columbus, Ohio at that time. And Bishop called me on the phone and he said, listen, I've got an opportunity. I've been invited to preach at a convocation. He said, if you would go with me, we'll just see what God will do. So I go with Bishop to this convocation. There was... Over a hundred bishops of every Trinitarian organization from all around the world. Bishop gets up to preach. He starts preaching the mighty God in Christ, the infilling of the Holy Ghost, repentance. He just preached baptism in Jesus' name. He didn't even flinch. He preached the whole gospel to the whole world in one single service. Then out of nowhere, he says, I brought a friend with me, and he's going to do the altar call. I wasn't even invited. <laughs> they didn't even know who I was. I mean, it was like he just took control of the entire gathering of Trinitarian bishops. I walk into the pulpit. And I said, well, you've shouted for the name of Jesus. You've shouted for baptism in Jesus' name. You've shouted for one God. You've shouted for the Holy Ghost. I said, the only problem in this place is none of you are tongue talkers. I said, but God's going to fix that problem right now. I said, every bishop who wants the Holy Ghost come to this altar right now. Every bishop in that entire building came and stood in the altar to receive the Holy Ghost. Every Catholic bishop, every Baptist bishop, every Lutheran bishop, every Trinitarian independent bishop, over 100 bishops came and stood in that altar. We led them into a prayer of repentance. 
we spoke the word of faith and when we shouted hallelujah all of a sudden a tsunami of the Holy Ghost hit that Trinitarian gathering and in that one service every single bishop in the building began to fall in the floor and fall over tables and fall over chairs every single one of them speaking with other tongues just like the Bible says Those bishops gathered around us at the end of that convocation and they said, is it illegal for you to preach our Trinitarian general conferences? He said, all of our people need the Holy Ghost. We had so many bishops around us asking if we would take part in their Trinitarian general conferences. We looked at them and told them, we said, no, that's actually our mission, the whole gospel to the whole world. You give us dates and we'll come. We have open doors in Congo, Kenya, Angola. We've got open doors in Liberia. God has given us doors with entire Trinitarian organizations all over the world. Why? Because the Bible said in the last days, saith God I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh this is not a Pentecostal thing this is a God thing that God is going to fill every man woman and child with the Holy Ghost so here's what we're going to do in just a moment, I'm going to open up this altar. And when I do, I want every man, every woman, and every child to come and gather with me in the altar. I don't want anybody to come by yourself. But when we open this altar, I want you to take somebody by the hand and say, Come on, the whole world's getting it. We might as well get it too. Are you ready? I want you to get a hold of somebody, look them in the eye and say, come on, the whole world's getting it. You might as well get it too. And everybody come from the front to the all the left and the right. Everybody come. We're going to all get the Holy Ghost together. Push your way as close as you can get so everybody can get in here. Come on and get as close as you can get. Come on and get as close as you can get. You ain't got nothing to worry about. Everybody's getting the Holy Ghost. You're just going to be one of billions. It's an outpouring of the Spirit that's going to overtake the globe. Come on and push your way in. Hallelujah. Come on and push your way in. Everybody get as close as you can. Sit that mother down on the front row. That's fine. That way she doesn't have to stand. You're just fine, Mama. You sit right there. Hallelujah. 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 I want you to look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, say, you're about to speak in other tongues. 
Say it like you mean it. You tell them, say, you're about to speak in other tongues. You are releasing the word of faith into them. You're releasing the gift of faith. When you say that, you are putting the word of God into their spirit. So look at somebody and say, you're going to get the Holy Ghost right now. And you're going to speak in tongues right now. It's a word of faith that cannot return void. It's a promise that cannot fail. So listen to me. Don't pray for anybody yet. They're going to all get it at the same time. So just listen to me. If you know the Holy Ghost is real and you're a tongue talker and unashamed, I want you just to lift a hand and wave it real good. If you're a tongue talker and unashamed, you know it's real and you're not ashamed. Go ahead and wave those hands just a little bit. Look at your neighbor say, I'm not ashamed. Yeah. Go ahead and put your hands down. If you have never received the gift of the Holy Ghost, never spoken with other tongues, you have nothing to be ashamed of. You are in very, very good company. Everybody in this place, including your bishop, had to walk into a Pentecostal church and lift up their hands and call on the Lord. And even your bishop and your great pastor had to let the Spirit of God fill them from the soles of their feet to the top of their head. And even that bishop and great pastor had to allow that tongue to begin to tremble and those sounds to come out just like the Bible says. So you have nothing to be ashamed of. You are in such good company. So if you have never spoken in other tongues, but you can feel God in this place, and you feel something about to happen, if you've never received the Holy Ghost, I want you to lift up a hand high. And don't be ashamed. Lift it up high. Never spoken in other tongues. We got one, two, three. Who else has never received the Holy Ghost before? Anybody else never, never spoken in other tongues? Don't be ashamed. you got to be honest before God. Anybody else never received the gift of the Holy Ghost? Maybe a couple more? Okay. You may put your hands down. I want you to listen to me. Because this is real, and because God has promised it, and it cannot fail, in just a few moments... The Spirit is going to overtake you. And when it overtakes you, your tongue is going to begin to tremble. And sounds will come out you've never made before. And it won't be English. It won't be Spanish. It won't be German, although that would be cool. Yeah. But it's going to be sounds you've never made. It's going to be a new sound that God puts in your mouth. And you don't have to worry what it sounds like. It may sound like baby talk to you. It may sound like just, just uh, sounds you've never heard, never said. But don't worry about that. When that spirit hits you, you just let that tongue go. And those new sounds are going to explode out of your mouth. How many know what I'm talking about? <laughs> So we're going to do five things together, very simple things together. In just a moment, I'm going to ask everybody in this place to lift their hands. And we're going to lift up our hands. Sign of
of surrender. When I lift my hands, I'm saying, God, I'm holding nothing back. I need this. I need this. I could be in any other church this morning or no church at all, but I chose to come to a Pentecostal church because I need this. I know that everything in this world is messed up and nothing is working right, but I know that if I give you one chance, you can turn it all around. And that's why with open ears and open eyes and open understanding, I walked into a Pentecostal church. I'm not sure shocked by this. I knew what I was getting myself into and I'm hungry for it. So we lift our hands saying, God, I'm holding nothing back. I'm not going to let my past get in the way. I'm not going to let tomorrow get in the way. This is my moment with God. So my hands are up in faith. My hands are up in surrender. My hands are up in expectation. The second thing we're going to do that's so simple is we're going to close our eyes. And we're not going to open up our eyes again until our tongue begins to tremble. And those sounds begin to come out. Why? Simply, I don't want to be distracted by you. And I don't want you to be distracted by me. I want to be totally focused on the king. And so the only way to be focused on the king is to put blinders on my eyes and not worry about the person on my left or right or who's behind me, who's in front of me. I don't care. I know who's above me. I want to be in his presence. I want his power. I want his anointing. Third thing we're going to do that's so simple. When we lift our hands and close our eyes, we're going to lift up our head high. Why? Because you cannot get anything good from God with your head hanging down. When you hang your head, it's a sign of shame, fear, and doubt. But when you lift up your head, it's a sign of boldness, courage, and faith. And God will never ignore boldness, courage, and faith. So we lift up our head knowing this is about to happen. This is my moment, and I'm not ashamed fourth thing we're going to do that's so simple when we lift our hands and close our eyes and lift our head everybody in this place is going to repent of our sins out loud now don't get nervous that does not mean you've got to shout out loud every evil thing you've ever done wrong somebody say thank you Jesus but with a sincere heart you ought to shout out to God God I'm sorry everything, every failure, every mistake, every lie, every deception, every every immoral act. I've, God, you know it. I don't even have to speak it. You're aware of it, God. So I'm just saying, I'm sorry. Forgive me. Wash me. Cleanse me. When you begin to say those words, the Bible said that if we confess our sins, God is what? faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So the moment I say, God, I am so sorry, he says, I don't even know what you're talking about. Forgiven, clean, washed, new. You get a fresh start. When you begin to do that, 
you're going to begin to feel rivers of living water begin to fill your belly. How many know what I'm talking about? <laughs> you're going to feel those rivers begin to build. And then all of a sudden, those rivers are going to move up into your chest. How I many still what I'm, know what I'm talking about? Then you're going to feel those rivers hit your mouth. And all of a sudden, when it hits your mouth, you're going to feel your tongue want to shake and your lips want to tremble, which makes sense because the Bible said with stammering lips and another tongue. He said it's going to happen just like that. So you're going to feel that tremble begin to happen. And when that starts to help happen, dear friends, your pastor and I are going to speak the word of faith. And we're going to command the Holy Ghost to fall upon every person in this altar. And when you hear this preacher shout hallelujah, I want everybody in this place to shout hallelujah as loud as you can. And the moment you shout hallelujah, that will be the last words of English you speak in this altar today. All of a sudden, your tongue is going to begin to tremble. And sounds you've never made are going to explode out of your mouth. And you're going to feel the power of God hit your soul. You believe that, don't you? I know you do. I can see it on you like fire from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. And me and you are going to get the Holy Ghost together today. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Are you ready? Are you ready? Believers, listen to me. If you've already got the Holy Ghost, the moment we shout hallelujah, I want you to shout hallelujah as loud as you can. And then I want you to lay your hands on everybody all around you and start speaking in tongues as loud as you can. And don't stop until everybody is filled with the Holy Ghost. Are you ready? Every hand up raised, right? Every eye closed, every head uplifted. I want everybody to lift up your voice as loud as you can. And let's ask God to forgive us of our sins. God, I'm sorry. God, I'm sorry. God, wash me. God, cleanse me. Take every evil deed, every evil word, every evil thought. I'm sorry for my sins. I'm sorry for my failures. I'm sorry for every lie, every mistake, every hurt, every pain I've caused. God, I'm sorry. I want you to forgive me. I want you to cleanse me. I I want to be new. Come on, lift your voice. Somebody lift your voice. Get ready. Get ready. Get ready to shout. Here it comes. By the authority of the Word of God and by the power of the name Jesus and by the power of the Holy Ghost that's here now, I command you, receive the Holy Ghost. Receive the promise of God in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah! 
Yes. Yes.
Let's lift our hands all over the room right now and bless the name of the Lord Jesus. Let's give him praise this morning. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Oh, bless the name of Jesus. Bless the name of Jesus. Oh, yeah. Hallelujah. 